Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. The Smith sisters are homegrown St. Louis talent now taking the world by storm. Eldest sister Lauren Smith is the head writer on HBO's Black Lady Sketch Show. Middle sister Rachel Smith has worked with Sesame Street and the streaming service Title. She's now associate director of social media in external relations and development at Columbia Business School. And youngest sister Mariah Smith runs the popular Kardashian blog Keeping Up with the Continuity Airs. That's continuity with a K. She writes for the Fox system outmatched. Individually, all three sisters are formidable, but as a trio, they're a supergroup. And they recently launched a show on Sirius XM that shows off their deep pop culture knowledge and delightful chemistry. It's called Smith Sisters Live. For entertainment lovers everywhere, the Smith Sisters are here to take you on a detail-obsessed deep dive into the week's biggest pop culture news. Get the story and the story behind the story. When I saw them climbing into that little roller coaster yeah. of Madison's Square <laughs> yeah. Garden, I was like, these are two parents literally playing with their lives. They are, but that's living on the wild side. They were going to create an orphan in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? If that thing fell, it would have either taken out a lot large group of people, <laughs> or they would have been saved by the people below. Yes. They're like, we got you, We Trav. got you, Trav. We got you, Kylie. This is Smith Sisters Live with Lauren, Rachel, and Mariah Smith. And all three sisters join us today to talk about it. So got to start with the oldest sister, Lauren Smith. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Sarah. And Rachel Smith, welcome. Thank you, Sarah. And of course, last but not least, the youngest sister, Mariah Smith. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi, thank you. We're so excited to be here. So, Lauren, I have to start by saying congratulations. Uh, Black Lady Sketch Show just won its first Emmy nomination. That's huge. So congratulations. Thanks so much. Now, normally I'd say that's a game changer, but these are just some really weird times in Hollywood. Does being able to say you're Emmy nominated, does that open the same doors now that the pandemic has just put everything on hold? I mean, I, I'm still new to the experience. It's been a week, so I don't know. I think it also just like depends, you know, show to show and individual to individual. But the response that um, people have given has been so kind. So I think it, I don't have anything to compare it to. So I have no idea. <laughs> So with the pandemic, though, I mean, this is a weird time in the world, even if you can't compare the Emmy nomination process. Um, certainly the world as a whole, it's been upended. Did that play a role in you having the time to be able to go into business with your sisters and start this show? Um, absolutely little, did. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it absolutely did, because we discussed the show about a year and a half ago and it didn't quite work with our schedules because Lauren had just moved to the West Coast. Rachel and I were still on the East Coast and Rachel had a full-time day job. Uh, so it didn't work. But when we have all this time now at our disposal, it, it was the perfect storm for us to embark on this new uh, journey together. And Mariah, I know you and Lauren have worked together before this. Um, how did that come about? Sisters opening doors for sisters? A little bit. I feel like we sort of all ended up at the beginning of our careers, at least in the same industry. And we ended up 
uh, on the same shows, Lauren and I, and I worked with Rachel too in the past uh, on Sesame Street, but it, it was sort of like our paths crossed at these very pivotal points in our careers. And it's exciting to work together again. Now, Rachel, and I'm, am I understanding this right, that this is the first time that all three sisters are all working together. Um, what's that been like to have um, that much creative power all from the same family in the same proverbial room? Yeah, it definitely is a fun environment because like like you just said, like we've had pockets of times when we've worked together before, like sets of two, because um, Lauren and I have also worked together <laughs> before in the past as well. But this being the first time really felt like the perfect storm because the topics that we're covering and the things that we talk about on air are things that we talk about routinely um, via Instagram DMs, on Twitter, and email, and of course on text and FaceTime. So it really, really felt organic and like the perfect way to actually start our hopeful continuous and future work together. I'm curious how that changes the group dynamic. I also have two sisters, and I feel like when I'm with one of them, we sometimes talk about one thing and have just a completely different vibe than when I'm with the other one or all the three of us together. Did it take a little while for you guys to kind of um, get that chemistry, um, Mariah, where you could all just um, sort of relate to each other on the show the same way you can relate in real life? You know, it was pretty seamless because we talk constantly, whether it's on Instagram, Twitter, text message, FaceTime, house party, any app in which you can communicate, we're always communicating, whether it's the three of us or two of us uh, as an offshoot. And what I think works well is we're all each other's best friends, both as a group and in our individual personal relationships with each other. So it was a very seamless transition. That's great. So you guys don't have the situation where two of you are, are constantly ganging up on the other one? Because I feel like with my sisters, that is a really real thing. Rachel, I see you smiling. Does that happen? I'll say that I think that we do it, but it's always in jest. Again, because we talk so frequently and we speak about everything all the time, it's very easy to learn like when to push the other's buttons, but also to know what not to bring up at a certain time because we always know what's going on with the other two. So we do push buttons, but again, all in jest, hopefully. I'm curious about the roles you guys played growing up. I mean, this must have just been a lot of uh, power all in the same house. I wonder about your poor father, if he was able to deal with having so many strong women. Um, Lauren, as the, as the oldest, you know, the stereotype is always that you're going to be the bossy one. Was that the case growing up? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and it continues. I absolutely, even just like, Sometimes my sisters will be on a FaceTime with like our parents and they'll add me to the thing. And my parents will be like, oh no, I didn't know she was gonna be here. Why did you do this to me? Because I am quite bossy, um, but I only do it out of love. I do it because I love. That's the big sister thing right there. What, what about the role played by your other sisters? Is, is Mariah the classic bratty youngest sister? <laughs> I, I will say things were offered a little more generously to me as we were growing up than the other two. Uh, it, it just, I like to say it's my charm and my parents leaned into that. Uh, whether I was the oldest, middle or youngest, I would have 
always gotten what I needed. And what about you as the middle sister, Rachel? Do you have the classic sort of chip on your shoulder where you feel like the older sister gets all the, the power and the younger sister gets all the toys and attention? Definitely. And if you were to talk about my dad, he de- he also is a second child. So he's one of five. So he gets the second child syndrome. But I think that for me, I've always been because both Lauren and Mariah are such big personalities, which is the biggest reason why they still work in entertainment. And I, you know, hung my hat up. I like watching and observing. And one story that my dad always tells is that when we would drive home from school, they would always fight over the front seat. And I never wanted to be in the front. And every time they had a conversation that they wanted to have after school, my dad had to force me to bring up an idea or bring up a topic because I never had a any words to say because they wouldn't give me the room to say it. But I love it because I love my sister. So I love hearing them. I love learning from them. So I take it, I take it in stride. And I think I'm pretty much the calm one out of the two of, out of the three of us. So they both you know, come to me for things that they might not go to the other for. And that dynamic, that sort of willingness to take the backseat while they fight over the front, does that persist today as you're all working on this show together? A little bit, I would say, because Lauren and I could talk for hours, or at least I know I could talk for hours. Um, and so can Rachel when you get her on a roll, but you have to get her on the, the very specific role, which is m- most likely One Direction, anything British or anything Instagram related. Those are your topics. It's got to be One Direction. That's terrific. I love it. <laughs> well, that is actually a perfect segue into talking about the show itself, Smith Sisters Live. Um, when your show launched, I understand you got a special introduction by another St. Louis, and that is everybody's favorite, Andy Cohen. How did that connection come about? Well, Mariah and I used to work on Watch It Happens Live with Andy Cohen. We both That was one of the shows that we worked on together. Um, and so we just really love Andy and his voice and we love even more that he's from St. Louis. And so um, it's his channel that we're on, on Sirius Radio Andy. And so he very kindly called into our first show, which was really fun. So he was just like the random caller, like, hi, I'm Andy calling from New York. Absolutely. So the question with callers, and we talk about this a lot on on St. Louis on the Air, is do they add something you never know until you take a call, whether that call is worth taking? Did Andy add anything to the show when he was the random call-in guy? He really did. He really uh, gave gave us also a jolt of energy that we really enjoyed. Rachel? He also gave a little behind the scenes, you know, we were talking about keeping up with the Kardashians. And so he gave a little behind the scenes moment of when he recently was in the same room as some of the Kardashians when he uh, and he recognized that they were filming. So he was trying to get on the show. And so it was very much like it was a seamless transition with him to, to literally hear the topic we were just discussing and him bringing his Andy charm to it. It was oh, perfect. that's that's a great caller. I mean, that's that's the call you got to take. Do most of your callers have that level of like direct celebrity insight and, and good things to add? Or do you also get some where it's like, oh, I, I don't know if I really should have taken that call? Well, we we are so chatty that we, as to date, the only caller we've taken is Andy. We don't generally do calls as of yet because we fill that hour very handily, I would say. 
Um, so we have not had that dynamic as of yet, but you know, anything could happen. Okay. So that, yeah, I thought you guys were taking callers. I guess you just took one very special caller. You have no trouble filling that space yourself. So tell me what is sort of, what ends up structuring your show? Are you choosing one big celebrity incident to discuss or are you sort of popping into various things that catch your attention? We each choose a story of the week that really caught our attention and that we really dug our heels into that week. So whether it's the Kim and Kanye drama of him running for president, then potentially divorcing, or it's the Ellen DeGeneres Mishigas that's happening, you never really know. So we each hone in on one specific topic. So we really have three major topics we cover each episode. And do you ever find yourself at complete loggerheads? Like you're sharing your opinion on something and your sister just disagrees with you so flatly that it's, it's so clear you're never going to be on the same page on this one. I would say no in the two episodes that we've had so far, but I definitely think that there is potential. But again, because we talk about these topics all the time, like we are pretty much on the same page and our obsession or our, you know, just complete thrill of talking about one thing at a time really takes the lead. And so it's like, even if we were combating about a specific topic, it's more interesting to like press the sister and say, well, why do you actually think that way? Instead of saying, well, I totally disagree. We're talking to the Smith sisters. They have a new show on Sirius XM. It's called Smith Sisters Live. In it, they discuss the pop culture news of the day. Um, Lauren Smith is the head writer on HBO's Black Lady Sketch Show, which just got an Emmy nomination last weekend. Um, Rachel Smith is the associate director of social media um, in external relations and development at Columbia Business School. And uh, Mariah Smith is a writer on the Fox sitcom Outmatched. She also runs the very popular Kardashian blog, Keeping Up With The Continuity Airs. So a true Kardashian expert here on St. Louis on the Air, which I don't know that we've had in my time as host. It's, it's truly an honor. Um, I would be remiss, though, in this conversation not to get a little more into your St. Louis roots. I understand the St. Louis theater scene played a role in your career path. Lauren, as the oldest sister, do you want to speak to how that came about? Yeah, I mean, I think that our we were so grateful to our parents and to the real arts community in St. Louis for, like, you know, our early exposure, we went to the Muni constantly. Um, we really like fell in love with theater at our high schools. And so understanding that entertainment was an option, even as a career was that seed was really planted in St. Louis. I remember watching um, Show Me St. Louis all the time and really thinking, oh my gosh, that's so cool that they're doing a live, you know, news lifestyle show just downtown St. Louis that you could, you know, drive past if you wanted to. And so that really helped me understand that like, oh, the things I see on TV don't just appear there. Like people work in television, they write the words, they are on camera, they perform it. And so that for me at least was really influential. Was that true for the two of you as well? Uh, Mariah, is that something for you? Oh, absolutely. I grew up doing theater and going to the Fox and seeing as many touring shows as I possibly could, sometimes five times in a row. So it was very important for our parents to foster that love of media and theater and entertainment into our lives. And I guess they did a bang up job because we all ended up in the industry in some capacity. I'm, I'm wondering if you were ever tempted to focus more on trying to be in front of the camera rather than behind it. What about be, being on the writer side of things as opposed to just being out there, uh, you know, being the Kardashian? What, what about being a writer appealed to you, Mariah? 
Well, I sort of fell into it and I, Lauren and I both perform as well. We both do comedy. So we still have that little fire lit under us. So it's not, it hasn't gone away fully, but being a writer, being able to create the world in which someone else lives in has always been fascinating to us. So I, I think that it just came naturally wanting to create our own content and then creating content for other people. And your St. Louis roots, I mean, you guys are from the middle of the country and now you're living on the coasts. Um, and so many people living on the coast don't have that perspective of being former Midwesterners. Lauren, do you feel like being from St. Louis sometimes changes how you approach topics? I think so. I mean, I think that it's I have the great opportunity of having grown up in the Midwest and then living in New York for 12, 13 years and now living in Los Angeles. So I feel like I approach things very differently like i know what it's like to not have been in a car for months and months at a time from being in new york and walking and taking the subway and that's a unique experience that not a lot of people have but i also know you know i have the experience now of being in the car all the time which is more you know harkens back more to my time in missouri where you're driving from place to place and so i think that i really i'm like oh i have a lot more um context just for different types of life that I think that I wouldn't have if I'd maybe just, you know, grown up in New York City my whole life. I know the pandemic has put a real crimp on travel, um, but do you guys still find yourself coming back uh, to St. Louis and, and seeing each other there? Or do you meet on the coasts when the three of you want to get together? Rachel? I think hopefully it will be anywhere that's safe. Our parents are in St. Louis now, so it's like being able to see them will be very special. Um, my wedding was supposed to be in St. Louis in May, and so we were hoping that that was going to be the big moment where we would bring all of our friends and family from the coast and those who are still in the Midwest oh. to see and specialness of St. Louis. But when we think about where we'll meet up, you know, next, my mom is already trying to plan Greece. She's planning Italy. She's like, we need to go anywhere, but be where we have all been holed up for the last five, six, however many months it's been. So St. Louis will be on the stop, but it might not be the first place just because Mom and dad have been trapped there. For so your mom has much bigger plans to get everybody she out does. into the world. What about for she this does. wedding? That's so sad. I'm sorry that, you know, May is just a really tough time to have a wedding planned. Um, it, it is. So are you, did you end up putting the wedding on hold or just the party on hold? We put the whole wedding on hold. We'll see, you know, if this year something might happen, but hopefully and prayerfully at some point in the future, we can get all of our family and friends back to St. Louis and give them the full STL 314 experience we, we planned. I hope you guys can do that. And then in the meantime, we do still have the Smith Sisters Live. Uh, in our last minute here, I know this is meant to be a six-week show. Is there any chance that you guys would end up wanting to do it longer than that? Uh, Mariah, any, any thoughts on future plans for that? Um, ideally, it, hopefully, um, it looks like it might happen that way, but it depends on our schedules, depends on, you know, how life continues to unfold. Uh, we're just going week to week for, for now. And so what's the next big thing we can expect um, on, I, I assume next week's show is already underway? Yes, we record tomorrow morning live. What do you see as the as the story that's on your radar as the one you want to introduce? 
Oh gosh, the Bachelor shakeup. The there was a, the Bachelorette. Uh, she, I guess, found love the first week, and now there are two or three new potential Bachelorettes. So that's something I'm looking to dig into. Wow, I had no idea that was going on, and I gotta say again, I think this is a first for St. Louis on the air that I'm getting a, a Bachelorette scoop, um, and it's, it's very exciting. So we'll all have to tune in to Smith Sisters Live. That's on Sirius XM, and we can root for these three sisters that um, are our fellow St. Louisans at heart, even though they now live on the coast. So Mariah Smith, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And Rachel Smith, thank you for being here. Of course, Sarah, thank you so much for having us. And Lauren Smith, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. We're happy to be here. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. That's 90.7 KWMD. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.